0: Hi, church family, I'm so glad that we have this ability to connect online. We're about to go into one of our messages and I pray it blesses you. If it does, make sure you share it with a friend and and share the love around. Make sure that you click like or subscribe so that you don't miss any of our messages that we upload weekly. And jump in the chat so that we can connect. Even though it's virtual, let's make sure that we connect. So sit back, enjoy, and I pray that you're inspired and blessed. Well, tonight, I've got a little story I want to share with you. And it's a very good story. It's a a very touching story. And it is a story that means a lot to me. So I'm going to read it to you. At the age of two, a little girl's life was turned upside down. Her mum passed away giving birth to her sister and then her dad, in grief, packed up and left. Now, with no mum and no dad, she was left alone with her sister until someone picked them up and took them to their grandparents' place, a two-hour drive away. I think sometimes we can read things and we or we hear things and we don't really understand the feeling, the emotion behind it. You can read the Bible sometimes and you don't really, it's hard to picture yourself in that situation. But when I think about it, I think about my (laughs) two-year-old. I think about the love that she has for me, the love that I have for her. She's only young, but she does experience love. She does experience that feeling. She knows what it is to have family. She knows what it is to be loved, to be safe, to be cared for. So every morning I wake up in the morning and I walk into her bedroom, I open up the door and the first thing she does is jump out of bed and runs up and gives me a massive hug. And that's not just once every now and then, that's every single morning. Every day I come home from work, she just runs, daddy, 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 runs and gives me a massive hug. She feels love. So picture that, this two-year-old was left alone, no mum, no dad. Think about that and picture it. What would you be feeling in that moment? Living in confusion as to what had just happened to her family, the feeling of being neglected and unwanted, continued to fill her mind, but she had become accustomed to this new way of living. Slowly forgetting the memory of her father and her mother, she lived out this new life she was thrown into. At the age of four, with no sign of her dad coming back, her grandparents decided they could no longer look after her and her sister, so they found a local church and dropped her and her two-year-old sister off and left. She was moved to a children's home which had so many children, that was nowhere for her to sleep. She slept on the stairs, she slept on the floor, wherever she could find space, she slept. This lasted for six months until she was then moved to another location. This time, she did get her own bed, but she also had to share it with her sister. But this was the beginning of her journey with God. This was the beginning of him molding her into the person that she was meant to be. Her life in the children's home lasted until she was 18. Although she felt so blessed to be in the home, to have a roof over her head, to have food to eat, her upbringing was not what we experience. There were no birthday parties. There was no mother and daughter dates, no father and daughter dates. There was no going out for dinners, no getting your own bike for Christmas, no getting your own toys, no going to the movies, no family holidays, no bedtime stories, and no real sight of a better future. The one thing that she did learn though was to worship and to pray. Every morning in the children's home, they would all have to wake up at 5 a.m. Does anyone else wake up at 5am? To pray. They would sit down all together and worship and pray for about half an hour before getting ready to school. Through all the things she went through, the only thing that gave her strength was her deep passion to worship God. She prayed and worshipped God consistently, believing for God to change her situation and to lead her into a bigger and better future I think this story is a very sobering story to think how somebody can go through situations like this and come out stronger come out better come out more on fire for God and I don't know if you realised who this story was actually about but it's actually about my wife saying my wife sang down at the age of two, lost her mum when she was giving birth to her younger sister. At the age of two, her father packed up and left. And then at the age of four, she was thrown into a children's home by her grandparents. At that point, the only people that she would have known that loved her, that cared about her, can you picture it? What it would it be like? It's hard to imagine sometimes. Because <laughs> I know I didn't experience a life like that. My parents and my mum and dad, they were amazing parents. They encouraged me. They sat with me when I was sad. They sat with me when I was angry, happy, whatever it was, they were always there for me. I think for a lot of people, that was probably the same situation. It's hard to imagine what it would be like to, be, to have all hope stripped from us. What would it be like to feel neglected, to feel rejected at the age of only four? And we might think that a four-year-old doesn't really remember, doesn't really know, but she remembers. (laughs) The only reason why I could write this story is because she told me about it. She knew, she felt it. She still feels it sometimes. But you know what? The only thing that got her through was the faith in God. Her continuance in prayer, in worship, So we want to understand why we are going through the things that we're going through but if we have faith in god and understand his love for us then we will have the hope to believe that he has a great plan for us and that he is gonna bring forth an amazing future for us and they are my three points tonight point one never lose faith in god point two never underestimate how much God loves you. And point three, never lose hope in him. It is a true relationship with God that allows us to never lose faith because our joy, our peace, our comfort doesn't come from the circumstances that we face, we find ourselves in, but it comes from a relationship with God. Sangdao was, was able to, to go through those things She was able to feel that neglect. She was able to feel that pain. She was able to come out of that stronger and better because she had a relationship with God. And I don't know what situation you might find yourself in at the moment. It could be good. It could be bad. It doesn't really matter. All that matters is that you have a relationship with God. When you have a relationship with God... Nothing that comes our way is too big. Nothing that comes our way is going to attack us in such a way that we're going to fail. But we have to keep our faith strong. It is our faith in God that allows us to move through situations, whether good or bad, and lead us into a better future. So I got to think about the story of Joseph. He lived a pretty good life in the well most of his life he lived a pretty good life but in the beginning he was favored by his father. He was like practically living like a king I guess because his father just kept blessing him until his brothers got jealous and they they sold him into slavery. I think that's probably be a pretty good time to probably start to question whether God is uh, on our side. <laughs> you're kind of in a situation, you're like, everything was great. I was living the dream, I was getting everything all the good clothes. I wouldn't have been that fond about a, a rainbow coat, but you know, <laughs> some people like it. But he went into slavery, but he held on to hope. He held on to his faith. He stayed in prayer. He stayed in worship. You read through it, he continues to to worship and to pray. He continues to listen to God. He continues to sit in his presence. And then we see that through the end of it, that he ended up becoming second in charge of Egypt. And you wouldn't have known that if he hadn't gone through those situations, if he hadn't hadn't gone into slavery, if he hadn't gone into prison, he never would have got to the point where he became second in charge of Egypt. And that is so important because, because he was second in charge of Egypt, he was able to save a nation. It was his faith in God that God opened up the doors, made a way God didn't cause his situation, but he did use that situation in order to save a nation. And I want to challenge you tonight. We might not understand the situations that we're going through, but God has something for you. God's got something bigger for you. I wonder what situation are you in now that you need to stop running from and realize that maybe you are positioned there to learn, to grow, and through prayer and and worship, God will bring you into a place of victory, a place of empowerment, where then maybe you could save a nation. What situation are you in where you're just, you're there to grow, you're there to learn? God sees the bigger picture. We just see what happened before. We can't see the future. So what situation are you facing right now? What situation are you in right now where you should be learning, where you should be leaning in, where you should continue in prayer, where you should continue in worship, where you should continue in faith? That when you break through, when you get through that, you come out stronger. You come out more powerful. You come out more on fire to see God move. And through that situation, you could change a nation. I love what Pastor Carolina said this morning about she's raising world changers. She wants to see her kids move in this world to make a difference. And I think with Sang Dao, she went through all those things, and yeah, it was horrible. Did she deserve it? No. But she came out of that stronger, better, more on fire for God. And now she's in a position now where she can influence our three girls. She's in a position where she can influence people who are, are going through the same things. And who knows what that might bring. Through her, she could change a generation. Through our three girls, they could change a generation. Through the people that she influenced, she could change a generation. What are you going through? That you're going to come out stronger, you're going to come out better, you're going to come out more on fire for God, and through that you're going to change a generation. Whether that be in your school, whether that be in your university, whether that be in your work site, your job, wherever that may be. Continue to have faith in God. Continue to believe that he is gonna move. Continue to believe that he has a better plan for you. That he has got something big for you. And never forget that he loves you. It all boils down to that. God loves you. He doesn't love me more than you. He doesn't love me a lot and loves you a little bit. He loves us equally. And just as I have to work with my wife to experience the full extent of her love, we have to work with God to experience the full extent of His love. You can't expect to feel His love, to experience His love, if we're not willing to lay down our life. We're not willing to put in the time, the effort, to show our love towards Him, to spend time with Him in a relationship. It's not a relationship that we have with God that only happens on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night, once every six months, a little short prayer before we have dinner. A relationship is something that happens every day, every moment. Are you of experiencing the full extent of God's love. Because you've got to understand, He loves you. (laughs) Not just a little bit. He loves you a lot. He sent His only Son to die for you. He loves you so much. I'm glad it was God that did that. Because I wouldn't. (laughs) You guys are all nice, but I love my daughter more but he was willing to make that sacrifice for you. He wants a relationship with you. He doesn't just think about it and go, oh, that'd be a good idea. He seems nice. I could use him. could be fun talking to that guy. No, he wants to know you. He wants to spend time with you. But he also wants you to want to spend time with him. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, plans to give you a future and a hope. In other versions, it says, For I know the plans I have for you. You know, God's got a good plan for you. Sometimes we might not understand it. Sometimes we don't understand why we're going through these situations but he loves you enough to pull you through it. He loves you enough to set you up to succeed. He loves you enough to to provide an amazing future for you. I think for Sangdao, it's like at the age of 18 when she left that children's home, she left with the clothes on her back. How many of you, when you leave your parents' place, when you move on after you get finished school or you, you get married, leave with just the clothes on your back. And I couldn't say how blessed she is now. Because she has me. But, no. I think I'm pretty awesome. Sometimes. Am I right on her? But no, she's been able to travel the world. Well, half the world. Asia, New Zealand, Australia. Things she never thought she would have been able to do. <laughs> it's too cold there, sorry. She's married to a good husband. She has three kids. Even that alone, we are so blessed to have that. We have our own, our own home. We have a car. We have food most days. <laughs> but God has a bigger plan. He doesn't want to leave you in that position just to suffer. <laughs> he wants to bring you out of that. He's got something. You don't understand how much love He has for you, how much vision He has for your life. I sometimes wonder how much more could I have done in the past if I understood, if I was willing to trust, if I was willing to step out, if we are willing to move in His Spirit, if we are willing to connect with Him, if we are willing to have faith in Him, if we are willing to trust Him. The amount of things that we could accomplish, we would see this nation come to God so quickly. (laughs) We would see God move so quickly if we could only understand the gratitude of His love for us. If we really understood that, do you really understand that? How much He loves you? Do you really understand what it means to have a relationship with Him? Because it should excite you. It should fill you with joy. It should make you want to just jump out there, run down to the first person you see and say, do you know Jesus? (laughs) Do you know Him? Because He loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to see you succeed. He wants to see you blessed. But we have to understand that he loves us. He loves us. Do you know how much he loves you? That he gave up his only son so that he could have a relationship with you. In Romans 8:35, it says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No. In verse 37, no. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, neither angels nor principalities nor powers, nor things present nor things to come, neither height nor depth or any other created thing shall separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Nothing. It doesn't matter what you've done in your life. It doesn't matter what's happened to you. Whether someone else has done something to you, whether you've got yourself in a situation that you you shouldn't have been there. God still loves you. Nothing will ever change that. Nothing you say, nothing you do, nothing you don't do. He loves you no matter what. It's not like our love, where we have conditions, where we say, I love you, but you better cook the dinner. You Better be yummy. <laughs> it's always yummy. <laughs> but we have conditions If you love me, I'll love you. If you look after me, I'll look after you. But God's not like that. It doesn't matter what you do, where you are, what you're going through. God loves you, no matter what. When we understand that, it brings us to our third point of never lose hope in God when we understand how much He loves us, when we understand how much He's got a plan for us, when we understand that He wants to use us through the situations that we're going through in order to bless somebody else, in order to bless us, we can't help but hope in God. We can't help but hope in the future. Can't help but hope in what He's going to do in our life. He has a good plan for you. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to, to be used in such a way that you're going to bless people, that you're going to see lives changed. One of the greatest things about going through a particular situation is that now you can now use that to help someone else through it. And that's what we've seen with, with seen Dao, especially when we were in Thailand that there was other people that she was able to witness to because they were going through the same situation. They were going through that same feeling of rejection, being neglected, being mistreated, feeling like you're all alone, feeling like there's nothing going for them, feeling like there's no reason for them to be alive. But she now has that testimony, that I went through those feelings, but I came out stronger. I went through those feelings, but they don't control me anymore. I went through those feelings, but I'm free now. And you wanna know why I'm free? Because I have hope in God. I know that He loves me. I know that He's got a plan for me. I know that He's gonna use me for something great. When we have hope, anything is possible anything is possible and when we understand these three things to never lose faith to never underestimate his love for us to never lose hope then we position ourselves in a way that he could use us we position ourselves in a spot where He can take us to a new level. He can take us through these these trials and these, uh, these frustrations in life, these situations that we find ourselves in. Because the situations in our life now don't matter. The only thing that matters is that we have a relationship with God. The only thing that matters is that we get to walk with Him I don't care what comes my way. Yes, there might be pain. Yes, there might be frustrations. Yes, there might be situations which I feel like I can't handle. But I would hate to go through those situations without having God on my side. I would hate to go through the world now without having God on my side. The feeling of not having hope. The feeling of just the negativity in the world, the, the pain that you can hear people suffer, suffering. I don't know how they can do it without God. When we have a relationship with God, it doesn't matter what comes our way. It doesn't matter how bad, how good, whatever it is that we find ourselves in, all that matters is that we have a relationship with Him. All that matters is that He is on our side. And we know that He's already defeated everything that can come our way. We know that He is all-powerful, that He could change any situation. What are you going through that is maybe making you lose faith? Maybe you're questioning God's love for you. We all get situations like that. But our consistency in Him, our consistency in, in spending time in His Word, our consistency in worshiping Him, our consistency in praying, it'll strengthen you in a way that you could, you could never imagine. It'll make you so strong that you could face anything, nothing will pull you down and you can see that in Pastor Carolina her relationship with God has made her the strongest person I know to be able to go through the things that she's gone through and quite frankly still be stronger than probably most of us here but that's all come through a relationship with God